At this time, we're going to have our first message by Mr. Ron Wilhoyt. How great it is to see each one of you today. The seventh day of unleavened bread. I hope you realized it, but every one of you just said something in unison. Every one of you said, I am resolved. And the way you sang that, I think you are. We are resolved, brethren. And how wonderful to be resolved. Well, you know, it was before the first miracle. It was even before the first plague that came upon the land of Egypt that Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh and declared. They said, the God of the Hebrews... See, he made that distinction. Before Pharaoh, there stands Moses. There says Aaron. The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Let us go. Let us go, I pray, three days' journey into the desert. And the reason the God of the Hebrews gave for this was that they may hold a feast unto me. And in the third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth out of Egypt as they came into the wilderness of Sinai, it was at that time that the Eternal came to Moses and he said, here's what I need you to do. I need you to say to the house of Jacob and I need you to tell the children of Israel, you tell them that you've seen what I've done to the Egyptians. You've seen it. And how I bear you on eagles' wings. And then he finishes that sentence by saying, And I've brought you unto myself. I've brought you unto myself. Well, today, I call this a world as usual Monday. I think I mentioned this the first day of unleavened bread. This is the seventh day, brethren. It seems like I just said that. That it was a world as usual Tuesday. But today it's a world as usual Monday. But those of us who have spent seven days unleavened, but seven days feasting on matzah, what a joy. What a joy to know that we've been brought out. Where? We've been brought out unto Him. It's that beautiful, incredible, original intent. Strong arm of the Almighty is to bring us unto Him. You should be resolved. And you should be joyous and joyful. But knowing the joy that we have being brought out unto Him, I have to ask you, are you aware of your proximity? as the title alludes to. Proximity awareness is 24-7. Are you aware of the nearness that these days have placed us to Him? 
the nearness that we are to our deliverer, the closeness, the nearness to him who has done this for each one of us. Because when we look back at the Exodus, when we look back at what it took to bring the house of Jacob, to bring the children of Israel unto the Almighty, there's something that we have to keep in mind at all times. And it was while Moses was on the mount, 40 and 40, right? The mistake and the misfortune of the golden calf proved that proximity awareness is 24-7. Moses was up there. They were down there. And that proximity to the Almighty had a major consequence. Just really days out of the departure from Egypt. Well, here we are nearing the close of seven days of being unleavened. I have to ask you, are you hungering are you hankering for something leavened? You know that yeasty, steamy, I call it the warm goodness. Are you hungering for that or have to ask you, is something leavened the last thing on your mind? Is something leavened the last thing on your mind? Are you satisfied? Are you satisfied with the intimacy of where these seven days have brought you right here today? Are you satisfied with that intimacy of these days of being unleavened? Or is today, like I was talking with Ron Kolb earlier, is today the springboard to destination Pentecost? Because that's where we're headed, isn't it? There's a very, very beautiful verse in a very beautiful psalm that in reading it over these past few days, it just sort of defines each of us today on this seventh day of unleavened bread. And it's the fourth verse of Psalm 65. And it really couldn't start out any better. Blessed, happy, Joyful, you said you were resolved. Blessed is the man you choose. David saying this to the Almighty. Blessed is the man you choose. But look at this next part. And cause to approach you. And cause to approach you. That he may dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house of your holy temple. It's a blessed equation in this song of David. Blessed equals being first chosen by him, caused to approach him. Notice, satisfied, blessed and satisfied. But look at this, with the goodness of his house. Do you see that? You've been caused to approach him to be satisfied with the goodness of his house. 
We have to be aware of our surroundings. Are you aware of your surroundings? By what you read in this psalm? Are you aware of your surroundings? So I ask, how sharp? How on? How precise is your God spatial awareness? Some of you have a GPS in the car and you know geospatially where you may be relative to where everyone else is and everything else is. That's geospatial. How on is your awareness of your God spatial awareness that his feasts, his invitations, his appointments bring us unto him? You know, concerning awareness of one's surroundings, I, like many of you, I should say we, like many of you, have one of those things called a nightstand by your bed. Now, see, we've got this nightstand that is what you call hardwood with sharp edges. Because it's a nightstand. It's not a pillow, right? <laughs> well, sometimes little Ronnie's nose gets stuffed up at night. So little Ronnie's got his little saline spray that he keeps where? Follow me on the nightstand. It's been several months. Well, I knocked that off in the middle of the night. But see, I can somewhat navigate in the dark in my house. Routine kind of does that to you. You can just kind of get from one place to the other in the dark. I fell off the nightstand and I said, you know, I think that went under the bed. So I just kind of rolled off and kind of positioned myself, bed, nightstand, okay, no problem. Boom! <laughs> I split my eye wide open right there on that nightstand. And I kind of raised up going, who hit me? Because I was convinced that, hey, geospatially, I'm cool. Wrong. So then I'm like going, man, am I sweating? What's going on? Well, no, I turned the light on and I saw what was going on. The lesson of this, it was closer than I thought. But think of what David is saying in that psalm. Think of that proximity. Think of where we are when we have been caused to approach him. And that's the closeness that you want. That's God's spatial awareness of that we are so close that we feel Him. He is our meditation, our constant meditation, and He is our motivation. It's cause to approach Him, to be near Him, and it's to be satisfied. But you know, thinking about what me and Ron were talking about, here on the seventh day, blessed and satisfied, hallelujah, but see, it's time to go forward. It, it's time to go forward, right? We acknowledge his nearness to go forward, the proximity of his closeness. But I'm saying that it's time to go forward from being what the psalm says of being blessed, because that's how it starts, blessed. But see, we have to migrate from being blessed to becoming a blessing, knowledge that we are blessed, but transitioning and transferring this blessed condition, this satisfied condition from being blessed 
to being a blessing to someone else. You got any ideas? How do you migrate from being blessed to becoming a blessing? Well, I'll tell you, you cannot do it. It's impossible to do it if you're caught in the spiral of what I call fearful busyness. Something me and my wife talk about a lot is that fearful busyness is a spiral to where your constant self-dialogue is, I'm just so busy, I don't know how I'll ever get this done. I'm just so busy, I don't know how I'll ever get this done. Have I told you how busy I am? I don't know how I'm going to get this done. I'd love to help, but I'm too busy because, see, I've told you I'm too busy. I don't know how I'm going to get this done. And then that self-dialogue becomes a fearful busyness that erodes and negates the healing, the restorative, redemptive message that is the good news, right? It's this fearful busyness, but it's also this constant battle, what I call the four chokers. And I kit that out of the old living Bible. See, now there's a new living translation, but I'm one of those that has got the old living Bible, which is a paraphrase, but I like how it handles this part of Scripture when it says that the word is choked out. It's choked out. The beneficial, healing, restorative message that is the good news is choked out by four things. Of course, it's worry. So where's Satan go first? I want to choke that beneficial word out from you. Let's get you worrying. Second's riches. The desire for more. You know, if I just had a little bit more, my worry might not be so bad. Spiral starts a turning. Responsibilities. And the words choked out by the pleasures of life. But praise God, there's a remedy. Right? It's a remedy. And the remedy is your awareness to your proximity. It's your awareness of your nearness to the one who's caused you to approach him. The remedy is our awareness too. And it's our nearness to him. And that has to remain constant because looking at that psalm, it says, blessed is the man you choose and cause to approach you. That what? That you may dwell in his courts. Satisfied. Satisfied. Well, being a sermonette, I want to close with another from David. Concerning this remedy of this awareness. Seven days of unleavened bread should make us aware of the closeness and proximity to where we are with the one that said to keep it. But we have to go forward. Aren't we going somewhere else now? Absolutely. Pentecost. Psalm 34. Psalm 34, verse 7. Psalm 34, <clears throat> and verse 7. 
the angel, the messenger, the angel of the Lord in camps. Where? All around us. All around you. It's God's spatial awareness. <laughs> all around you. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him, those who reverence him, and those who acknowledge him. Those that go when caused to approach him and stay there. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Something we talk about at Unleavened Bread and something we talk about at Atonement is the next part of this psalm. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And how does this psalm end? Blessed is the man who trusts in Him. Well, that's right back where we started, right? We'll add that to it. Blessed is the man you choose and cause to approach you that he may dwell in your courts we shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. Brethren, proximity, awareness, is 24-7. Not just for this stuff, but it's also for him. His proximity awareness at all times. I hope you had a wonderful feast. Well, let's go forward to Pentecost.